You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Chris, I'm back as host and I'm joined by tonight by John. How are you doing John? I'm good Chris, yourself? Aye, not bad, not bad. Good to be back up and running properly last week Got an internet connection, so we're all good to go. Happy days. I, my voice is a bit hoarse after being in the football yesterday, so... Oh, I, I, you'll need to tell us all about your day. But, save uh, a pound fifty a minute by uh, just listening to the podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's going to be one of those nights. Anyway, we shall, we, we shall kick off with the, the disaster that was the charity bet once again. Um, again, is that what we're calling it now, the charity uh, bet well, disaster? Aye, it's, it is a pretty much charity, but that's like, that's two weeks in a row. It's been abysmal. Um, it was slightly better this week than it was the previous week because the previous week we had two defeats in a draw. Last week we had one defeat and two draws. Um, so aye, nothing there. <laughs> I think it was uh, Peter Head lost for the second week in a row. Uh, Clyde what lost like a ninety-second minute goal and then pulled it back in what the ninety-fourth minute or something. <laughs> um, Against Montrose, but they were, they were, I think they were behind like, for most of that game. No, uh, Montrose took the lead in 12 minutes and then Clyde eat away in 19 minutes. Uh, Clyde actually took the lead in 66. Aye, we never lost it in 74th. Went behind in 91st minute for 3 2 and then put it back in the 93rd minute and the 93rd minute penalty. And it was um, a bit of badness in the, the, the last few minutes in the lower leagues because uh, it was goals going in all over the place. Uh, which probably will take us nicely into the other charity bet because we had money on, on Kenny Miller getting the, the first goal. Now, he did eventually score in, in uh, Wraith Rovers Rangers game, but uh, it was the first goal, not the first goal, so, so there was no winner there. But um, aye, it was a bit of a cracking day, all, 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 sort of all over the place. As I said, it was a, the, the last minute equaliser for Clyde after a, a stoppage time lead for Montrose. But uh, the Championship had all sorts of late goals. Yes. Um, so I mean, we'll start. We may as well start off with the, the, the Rangers game because that was the, the one that many people had an eye on. Um, it was an absolutely cracking strike that put Ruth Rovers in front and scuppered the charity a bit. Was it? Um, ah, what was the boy's name? Longridge. Long, Longridge. Longridge. Aye, that was a, that was a, a cracking strike. So fair play Um But then Rangers pulled it back, turned it around. Yeah, Forrester went to Wiser. Uh, he'd, he'd, I think he'd just been denied uh, by the keeper about a minute before and then get the header for the corner so so that, that pulled Rangers level uh, Halloran had a, a tap in for 2-1 but um, Craig and made it 2 each uh, I think that was that was all in the first half it was I, yeah so then um, I, don't know, I don't know if the Rangers keeper should have done better with Craig's effort but it did take a bit of a nick so uh, but then uh, Kenny Moore, like I said, they gave the uh, Rangers a lead again for 3 2 in the second half. Maybe denied another goal. Sports scene tried to claim he was marginally offside, but it was one of those ones where he had one camera angle he couldn't tell properly. Aye. Uh, I think maybe he could have been given the benefit of the doubt and that would have been 4 2 and game over. Um, but uh, it wasn't to be. And, and as, as if the, the drama wasn't quite finished, at the, the other end, there was a, a stonewall penalty. <laughs> Which um, the Rangers keeper, if he, if he was a bit suspect for the, the the second goal, he redeemed himself with that save. From uh, was it Panawatu? Was the guy? 
for this I'm glad you pronounced it, not me. I think it might be. So, um, um, but uh, just as you thought, that might be it. That, that's won the, the game and uh, would have been the, the championship title for, for Rangers. Uh, they, they didn't quite clear their lines and, and Panamatu managed to bundle the ball into the net in the, the, the final minute of the game for three each. Now, I'm pretty annoyed about that one myself because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the McBookie charity or the, not only was the McBookie charity but scuppered in that game but my own bet was scuffered in that game because um, I had uh, money and both teams to score and Rangers to win uh, the, the fiver you know that offer that McBookie tend to do with a uh, get a free bet thing and it was 95 I mean there was better odds elsewhere but I thought it was a pretty the, decent bet should have went for the five championship draws that can't happen that can't happen very often either yeah, but you can't have you, your fiver bet only goes for one game. You can't use an account. Aye, I've I've been caught out like that one earlier in the season. Aye, uh, it was it was ninety five for for Rangers both teams to score. I thought it was a decent bet, and I was denied at the last gasp. So, uh, on the positive, I've got my fiver back as a free bet. So, aye. <laughs> thanks to Ricky for that one. Um, for I I'm annoyed though because I was going to stick money on uh, Church being the first goal scorer, and never get into it. Ah, oh, aye, aye, we'll come down to that, we'll come down to that. We'll come back to that one later on, so uh, yeah. I was going to do my free bet and I forgot. Aye, I suppose uh, in a way though, for Rangers fans, it'll, it's possibly worked out better because they can potentially yeah. win the title in front of their own fans, which they'd probably prefer to do. I suppose when you win a title, you win a title, it doesn't really matter where, but it's nice to probably own it in front of your home fans. Yeah, I think, I mean, we spoke about this with Craig last week, you do, you do it, you want to win it anywhere, but ideally you win it at home and... I'm sure they would have, given how the results had gone, they would, they would probably rather have beaten Wraith Rovers and maybe um, Hibs had beaten St Murden, but uh, given they were, they were their seconds away from clinching that title and it got snatched away from them into death. Continuing problem is the defence, isn't it? That's yeah, nine, that's nine, nine goals in three games, if you can see, they've got more likes than St David's day at the moment. So, I know at one but point they had the best, best defence in Scotland in terms of goals against, but I don't know whether that still stands. Uh, probably not not that we'd have been conceding them now I thought do I think actually Dunfermline are now get the best yeah they have aye Dunfermline have only conceded 21 that's not bad for the season um, uh, we, we, we should, probably should say uh, the, the, the Hibs game was a pretty much a cracker as well at Love Street not Love Street New St Byrne Park that's <laughs> <laughs> shown your age I know but uh there's a few. There's a few decisions there. It looked a bit offside as well, because there was a bit of maybe a hint of offside opener for for Cummins. Um, Rocco Quinn for the equaliser looked like even sports scenes one camera angle seemed to show he was offside. That's how bad it was. Um, but then St Martin took the lead with, with Shankland scoring for the tight angle, which was a cracking finish. I thought. Aye, he's had a few nice finishes recently. Mm. Um, um, uh, I've, as I was watching sports scene I've literally written down some notes for this and I've written down Stokes hit Langfield in the boys with a shot as the LA <laughs> Aye, the mummy daddy button yeah the mummy daddy button as Craig likes to call it <laughs> It was a, I, I looked a bit of a sore one because I seen Stokes hitting this shot and then just Langfield managed to like, it got caught away and then just Langfield just collapsed something we've all been there sorry <laughs> never a good one uh, no. But uh, it was all agreed that the, the equaliser right at the death. Like I say, there was a good few injury time goals in this. Ah, he's not featured much. He no. He was out for a bit, maybe. But I'm surprised. I mean, he, he, he seemed like a decent signing, but he, I think, like, obviously, Cummins has been the man that's been getting the goals, and Mistoke's been on loan for Celtic. He came in and 
and well, we've spoken about this before on the podcast, but possibly disrupted Hibs' flow by coming in. Um, but I am agree, he seems to have fallen out of favour, but certainly not this week. He's, he's, he'll, be, he'll be a big hero there, <laughs> getting the, the last minute uh, draw. Um, I think they've got what two, maybe three games in hand over Fal- three games in hand over Falkirk, and they're still six points behind. Um, yeah, but there's no sign that they're going to win games just now. It's... Oh, that's the thing. I mean, they needing to pick up the wins ASAP. They're, I mean, they are at least still. If they win their three games in hand over Falkirk, they'll go above them. But um, that's still a big ask for them. Let's say, but they do start again tomorrow against uh, Hibs at home at Livingston. So uh, we shall see if they can get anything out of that. They'll play each other away anyway, won't they? It is second versus third, isn't it? Uh, fourth versus third first, is it? Fourth versus third, and the one of that plays second. So ah, yeah, that second spot so we just skip around, which is, is, is yeah. a very big carrot to, to, to dangle in front of them. So, um, you would imagine that they'll be up for it. I mean, Falkirk himself, uh, again, the injury time winners here, or injury time equalisers, uh, they were 2 0 up against Queen of the South, uh, and Queen of the South pulled it back to 2 each, which is, uh, like I say, it was goals flying all over the place at the end of the. End of the afternoon. Aye, and with uh, come back to Wraith Rovers and Rangers, Wraith are in right good form as well just now. So maybe the result of the weekend wasn't that big a surprise. They've only yeah, had one the, loss in about the last 10, so. Is it they're 13 points ahead of Morton? Before, Aye, so, so Morton can't catch them. Queen of the South can Queen, Queen of the South catch them. The team that can catch Wraith Rovers, so they've almost Aye. guaranteed themselves that playoff spot now. Um, they're Aye, not. I mean, they're not going to catch Falkirk because they're 10 points behind, but they are only four behind Hibs. So if Hibs continue to slip up, they could, I mean, it won't make any difference, really, because it's third versus fourth, so they would play regardless. But uh, it, would, it would maybe, the closer they get to Hibs, the more the more worried Hibs might be, should they have to play race rovers in that, that first uh, round of the, the playoff. Aye, Hibs have got Livingston tomorrow yeah. as well. Yes, I mean, uh, Livingston, they'll be relieved because... With all the draws in the championship, that's consigned a lot of the, the, the bottom spot. Now, they're not out of the woods yet, Livingston, because they are still in the playoff spot. Uh, they've got Dumbarton two points ahead of them. So, the other game tomorrow night, Dumbarton are at Rangers, and Rangers have obviously will very likely clinch the championship title uh, should they beat Dumbarton. So, if Rangers can beat Dumbarton, as everyone's expecting, if Livingston can then go and take something off Hibs, They'll be closing the gap on Dumbarton, they're only two ahead. I mean, if Hibs would beat Hibs, he'd go above them. Yeah, Dumbarton, that is. So, there's all to play for in, in that game. Yes, I, I, think, I think, conversely, Dumbarton have got to be looking at the, the over their shoulder. So, you don't really expect. Aye, they've got a tough run in. But, I, I mean, they'll be up for it, you would imagine. Aye, Dumbarton have got a pretty tough run in as well. Uh, after tomorrow night, they've still got Queen of the South, Wraith Rovers, Hibs, and. The only game you would say they should win is against Alloa on the last day of the season, which it's a good team moves, us nice, moves us nicely into the news from earlier on today about the, yeah, the championship the final day. day being moved a day. Yeah. Which, uh, obviously, from TV, aye, well, obviously, you've seen the tweet as well that came from the club account, but they've retracted that, saying that it was a, a, a obviously, it must be a fan that helps run the account. It's, Supposedly tweeted it in um, error. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's had a huge reaction from the, the, the those um, 
apparently no one likes them and they don't care. Oh, those days. See, even if it wasn't a club account, I don't see it having a big deal, to be honest. No, um, because I can, un- I can understand why everybody else in that league would be upset, because they'll be selling tickets for the last day of the season. As far as the likes of Livingston go, it might be an absolutely crucial day. Aye, um, you never know as well. Folk, players could have holidays. Aye. They could be going away the, the first day after the season. Exactly. That's that, because, like, well, I'd, I'd imagine Livingston haven't quite planned that far ahead, uh, given they may be involved in aye, the, aye. the delegation playoffs. But... You're right, there's players that could be planning holidays, there's, um, like, like I said, if Livingston and the Barton are still two points uh, separating them come that last day of the season, it's a, it's a very crucial day for them. I mean, compare that with Rangers, how is it any way crucial to Rangers? They're going to get the Championship trophy, but other than that, game doesn't matter. I so I can understand like teams in that division will be, will be upset. Yeah, I seen someone reply earlier. I think it was BT Sports saying I didn't think you were showing friendlies until July. <laughs> well, that, that's such a good question. Like, it's, it's, it's all very good and well. Uh, BT getting excited about the championship uh, finale. Do you think they'll be doing this again next season? Well, it's, I think we all know there's a different rule for Rangers in terms of TV coverage and everything like that. Which, whether you agree with it or not. The uh, pull on the crowd. Sticks in the throat a bit, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, but I mean, you can't deny the facts. They do pull on the viewing figures. Now, they do. That's the that's that's outside, that's, yeah. I always get the impression that's a combination of the Rangers fans that can't go to the game watching it and everybody else that's obsessed with Rangers watching it as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we touched think, on that a wee bit before the podcast, started, didn't we? We all know people that do it. <laughs> Not us. Aye. enough. Given we do a Scottish well, Football Forums podcast, aye. we show very little interest in watching yeah. Rangers games. Well, it should be. Yeah, but... To be fair, it's not just Rangers games. Uh, no. Arts. I'm walking for a Celtic game, isn't it? Uh, aye. So. That's it. I mean, look, I will, more often than not, if I can get away with it, I'll watch a Celtic game. There's no other team in the division, in, anywhere in Scotland, I'll get out of my way to try and watch. So aye, that, Whether that's like Aberdeen playing yesterday, or whether it's Rangers playing whenever. I've got other commitments these days. I can't just sit and watch football all the time, unfortunately. Otherwise, yeah. um, I unless it's on TV, like normal TV, then I won't watch it. Which hey, limits you. I don't have Sky Sky Sports anymore. I used to watch the games when it was on then. Actually, I've got Sports, and I've got BT, so I don't have oh, it's that. Excuse, it's, 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 I can watch much whatever I want. It's just yeah, I, I've got I've got a, I've got a rebrand to deal with. <laughs> He's not that interested in football yet. Aye. <laughs> Maybe one day. I have noticed that he's joining in when I cheer though. He's just copy, he just wants to be like his dad, doesn't he? That's that, but wait, aye. He's at that age that he's not interested in the football, but if daddy cheers, then I'll cheer as well. Aye. It's, it's, quite, it's quite a cute wee age. So, so he cheered Gary McKay, Stephen Jake Weiser. Because <laughs> that was the one goal that gave my eyes to see. <laughs> but we'll come back to that. Um, aye. Uh, League one. League one, yep. Uh, Peter Head, as we said, they lost again. Uh, they're in the playoff places, it's not, it's not really that important. Uh, the, the crucial bit in this division is the bottom three will win again. <laughs> Aye. So for all the likes of Breaking City and Forfar are thinking they're, they're, they're getting good results, because the others are also getting good results, it's kind of cancelling it out. It's, Although it's dragging it's, the likes of Stenhouse Muir. Yes, yeah, You've had down here. Aye. It's Aye. weird because Albion Rovers are six points behind Stanard in fifth place. They're still pushing for that uh, promotion spot. But yeah. they're only six points ahead of Forfa, so they're still slightly in danger of relegation, and they're six points ahead of Breakin. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So, it's, it's, it's a very strange position for Alvin Rovers to be in. There's four games left, they're six points behind Stern, they're six ahead of bottom spot, so they, they could go either way. You would you would say now those from are looking like favourites. Um, they've been in a good run. Yeah. The likes of, the likes of Albion, Airdrie, Stenhouse, Muir are all in pretty bad form. So, much yeah. of things can obviously change, but... Uh, the, the the thing with Stern are is they are six points ahead of Albion Rovers but they've played the game more because they've obviously played that game against Peterhead with Peterhead playing the, the Petrofac training cup uh, final this week uh, coming up do you know what's quite interesting see um, Stranor in fourth place right have a minus nine goal difference yeah Forfer are in ninth place and have a minus eight goal difference <laughs> so that maybe shows you how tight that that is yeah but I, I, I'll, I'll it's apart it's a very yeah. good division well, I mean, Peterhead and Ayr are, are, are up there in the, the second and third spots, so I don't think that makes all the difference. Uh, yeah. If I remember right, with these playoffs work, it's second place, third, the fourth place, ninth for the other division above. Aye, but you would you would say though because of the the teams in the the bottom three, whoever ends up finishing oh, if in the playoff spot would probably be be favourite to stay up. I think. Well, that's it. They're going into it with a good run of form. Whereas if we move into League Two, <laughs> everybody seems to be slipping up again. Aye, there's no such thing as form in League Two. No, I that's think Week Five have gone to uh, like very short odds to, to yes. win that division now because they're four clear of Clyde. Aye. Uh, I think they're the only one of the top teams that won because uh, East Fife beat Albroath 1 0 away. Yep. As you said earlier, Clyde got a three each draw with one throws. Anne and Athletic Nelgan drew two each with each other. Even Queen's Park drew 1 1 with Star and Albion. Aye. Uh, it's hard to say. four games to go are Aaron ruled out again or is that a battle between the top two who knows I, th- I think it's going to be difficult for Annan or Elgin to win that division now I can see why East Fife are such a such a short odds because I mean even Clyde four behind it's a kind of it's a big gap to make up in just four games now so I think East Fife are, are, are rightly uh, massive favourites for that division now uh, but I mean, the 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 still like you're looking at Clyde Elgin Annan and Queens Park playing for there's uh, four teams playing for three spots in the the playoffs with an outside chance of still being able to win the, the league itself. So I mean, I'm, at this point, anything can happen in this division. I'm not, I'm not even although these five are rightly favourites, I still wouldn't say they're going to win it. Yeah, anything <laughs> can happen. It probably will happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these five are next to uh, they're at home in Montrose. Uh, Montrose. Aren't quite safe uh, in ninth spot from uh, Easter on a ten behind them. There before games left, so this weekend could see Easter on consent to that bottom spot in the and yeah. the, the pyramid playoff game. Um, they are hosting Queens Park on Sunday and Saturday. So, Aye, that, that position in the in the playoffs, you would imagine that that's probably going to be decided this weekend. Uh, interestingly, at the weekend, the top five are all avoid and playing each other. Yeah, I don't know, it's kind of top five versus bottom five, isn't it? But the, but the following week is the potential the big one, Clyde versus his five. Yeah, aye, aye. So you, if, that, that could crunch his five for title. Yes. Then the result, how results go. So uh, that might be that might be coming to a, a, a conclusion just shortly. Which uh, will be a shame because it's been quite good fun this season watching the, the ever changing League 2 division. Uh, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll leave the whole weeks to, to see what happens over in the coming week uh, and move up to the, the Premiership, where we should probably start off with the, the lunchtime Saturday kickoff. Uh, I, I mentioned it briefly earlier on. 
uh, Celtic were hosting Hearts uh, and what was well, well I mean we, we heard Hearts suggesting that they were going to play a big part in, in the title race um, and it started off pretty well for Aberdeen <laughs> because Jamie, did, uh, Jamie Walker fired on an absolute cracker um, I did have a few suggestions that Sviatchenko was filled in the build up by Wanma now hmm it depends what angle you see it from, I think. There's one angle that looks like Juanma goes straight through the back of him and then I can understand why people are saying it. But I think from the referee's angle, it just looks like Juanma out-muscles him, which is, is fair enough. So, as much as I want to slate Bobby Madden for it, in this one instance, I'm probably going to be giving Bobby Madden the benefit of the doubt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was one of those ones that, like, Jamie Walker's been playing pretty well recently. I was thinking maybe Celtic should be watching them. But, uh, Hi, he's been that's... in the goal. He's been in good goal form since he came back from injury, certainly. Yeah. I mean, um, so if I had him in front, I thought uh, this could be a bit of a worry because Celtic haven't shown, haven't exactly been showing great character in recent weeks. And my concern was we had that big long sort of break between the the Rogic last minute winner against Kilmarnock and then an international break. And I was kind of hoping we could kick on for that. But aye, I see my We did seem to come back pretty well. Um, I, I noticed that Mulgrew's injured again. Yeah, it was said he picked up an injury in the national break, but I can't remember Mulgrew having too much problem with it. Funny he's one for Scotland, so yeah. I don't know what that's about. Um, I don't, to be honest, I don't think their defence did all that badly. I mean, that strike that uh, Jimmy Walker had was, was a cracker, and maybe maybe Sviatek could have been a bit, more, a bit stronger, but other than that, I don't really remember Hearts troubling all too much. Aye, there's certainly not been as much criticism of Celtic's defence in recent weeks, I wouldn't say. No. Uh, I mean, it's kind of quieted down a bit. If anything, it was the midfield that was causing uh, problems for a Celtic, because the lights are brown, which I know Robin Nielsen was a, a, a rather upset that Scott Brown stayed in the park. And I can kind of understand where he's coming from with this one, because... I think it's a red all day long. If... This is that. I mean, I sat here last week and slagged off Bridcut for his challenge. And I think... The only way I could possibly sit here and defend Brown is to suggest that one of those two feet that he jumped in with wasn't anywhere near. Uh, oh, who was it to challenge? Because it was one I was the one to get booked for. Can't mind, but I, do I can't, think... I can't mind do it to challenge, but it was one, his foot, one of the two feet was far away, but he was still jumping in with two feet. Yeah, It was out of control, he was off the ground. I do think at times, because he's captain, I say he does get a wee bit, a wee bit more. I know he has been sent off in the past, but... The, 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 the way he plays the problem I have with it is it's a debatable red card he doesn't even get booked for that challenge yeah <laughs> so, but I don't understand why isn't he booked for it so but aye weird one but it's not the first time I've seen it with Scott Brown I do think if you're a captain probably, probably not just safety but if you're a captain of a club you do maybe get a wee bit, a wee bit more than what, what other players would get away with maybe because they've got a better relationship with the referees because they're Possibly. Allowed to talk to him a bit more. Um, but uh, there, there was a few other decisions that I, I just didn't understand with Bobby. The White. red for Hearts? The, the, well, the red card for Hearts, I don't understand what he got the first yellow card for. Because he went up to head a ball and instead he headed the uh, Rogic. Now, I know Rogic had to go off later on, but it was one of those. It was a, an accident. I don't think he was, there was any malice in it. I don't see why he got booked for it. The second one as a silly lunge into not one but two Celtic players. He might have got a touch in the ball, to be honest. 
Yeah. But I can still, I can kind of see why he got the second book, and the first one makes no sense to me at all. So, I think, I think he was harshly dealt with. Um, the incident that didn't appear in sports scene. Um, now I've seen <laughs> there was uh, Griffiths get booked when uh, the just in the aftermath of the, the challenge between Oshinewa and, and Rogic for um, getting involved with uh, Prince uh, Borden. But I haven't seen this, but I've seen plenty of people complaining about the fact that Borden apparently went to punch Griffiths. Right. Now, he may or may not have done so. But like I say, I haven't seen it. It wasn't an sports scene. Um, but there's certainly there was people mumping and moaning about the fact that the referee just completely missed us. So there was an argument that Prince Bob could have been sent off as well in this game. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. I would say sports scene decided not to show anything of the aftermath of that uh, challenge with, with Roger and Rashinima. But what can you do? I mean, something. I mean, Taking Bobby Madden out of the equation, I thought this was quite an interesting game because there, there seemed to be a good battle between uh, Neil Alexander and Lee Griffiths from a series of free kicks. Well, Griffiths had some decent free kicks and Neil Alexander was equal to all of them. Um, but the, the, the difference between the two teams was, was probably Roberts. Um, after after Gary McKay-Stevens, he controlled his, his first touch to control the, just before the goal was really good. Um, and obviously a further than equaliser but the, the two goals that Robert scored were fantastic the, the through ball for Rodgick for the, the, the Celtic second and Robert's first was cracking but the, the little flick over Neil Alexander was just exquisite and then the, the second one maybe there's an argument for Alexander doing a bit better but I do think it bobbled just in front of him and that's always a really difficult one for a goalkeeper um, I think Johansson was, was probably worth a, a note for that second Robert's goal that Celtic's third but just as we uh, sort of flick because it looked as if the pass was originally meant for Johansson and it just was out of reach of him so instead of trying to control it he just had a wee flick through to Roberts and then Roberts done the rest so he seems to be fitting in nicely at Celtic since he's joined us in the, the January transfer window yeah he seems to have settled in well Couple of, that's his first goals obviously for the club as well but I've seen uh, John Collins saying about the kind of messy comparisons mm, let's not go too far here yeah Ah, yes, he, so. he, he scored a few for the Celtic's development team as well and it's probably worth noting that tonight they clinched the, the development uh, league title right. with a 2-0 win um, I can't remember even who it was a beat but uh, apparently they've gone unbeaten this season to clinch that title so that's that's a pretty impressive turnaround because I know Aberdeen won that title last season we did last year yes it's the first time it had been away for Celtic for goodness knows how many seasons I'll, I'll take the reverse then this season you could have the development league and we could have the <laughs> Premier League. That'll do. That feels yeah. fair to me. Yeah, I thought you might say that. Aye. <laughs> well, we shall see how that pans out because, uh, well, we may as well move on to the Sunday's game. We'll come back and talk about the other ones. Uh, so Celtic had gone seven points clear again. Uh, that's seven games left for Celtic and at that point it was seven games left for Aberdeen so all the talk on, on Sports Sound on Sunday before the game was that Aberdeen really needed to win all seven of those games to uh, stand a chance and I can understand where they're coming from with that one because to make up with seven points if you win those seven games three of them you take off Celtic but you're still looking at Celtic having to drop another four yes so well it's effectively five because of the goal difference aye uh, so you're looking for, for a, a couple of swap-ups I was discussing it with a few of the boys yesterday. Um, obviously, ideally, we would want Celtic to to lose tomorrow against Dundee, but yeah, 
potentially it could end up being better. Well, it would be better, obviously, if uh, Celtic get two draws. The, as, like we had done D game and Motherwell game at the weekend. Ideally, I'd lose both of them, but um, <laughs> it, it could obviously with three points in a win, it works out better that they get they get two draws instead of winning one, losing one. So, aye, aye, it'd be a difficult game. Celtic going to Dundee. Well, that's an yeah, unusual situation just... where a buy they've already played it twice at Celtic Park. Yeah, because they in the first one, they got nothing on the second one. It's funny because we've basically played like our, our, including Tuesday, the like the uh, plus the two games before it. That be the three teams that have drawn nothing each Celtic Park we've played. Now we've beat yeah. come on at one 0 down at Rugby Park. We've then beat Hearts three one. So. That's, I think that's actually the first time we beat Kamala and the first time we beat Hearts this season because <laughs> the, the other two games for both of them were, were draws beforehand but we should have beat Dundee previously so fingers crossed we've got to Dens Park and get the, the result but I mean, they obviously got a decent result just at the weekend there thumping Ross County so. Aye, I think Ross County have got uh, the cup fever cup hangover Aye, well, it's, it's happened quite difficult a few teams have won the League Cup It's a bad time to get it because that's them slipped out of the top six uh, Aye um, I know they've only got one game left, whereas the likes of the Thistle and yeah. SFL get two. Right, so I mean, they're, they're level in points with Dundee now. If they were, I mean, if, if anything else, they're going to be looking for Celtic to thump Dundee tomorrow night for their, for their own good. Um, but I mean, they need to be looking over their shoulder as well because part of Thistle, Dundee United, but Thistle are only two points behind Ross County. So Thistle could actually go into the, depending on what, could go into the top six. With a game to go, yeah. The results tomorrow night of Celtic and Partick Thistle both won. Uh, Partick Thistle at home at Dundee United, so they've got the home advantage. But Dundee United, are the team that's on form at the moment, aye, picking up. They're starting to pick up the points. I called uh, it. I think I had now one in the predictor. I see. I, I had. I had United. this weekend that it was decided that since Oswald were going to win and Kamarnock were going to win, and that was that. Dundee United were going to stop pretending they were going to get out yet, but. Did they work it that way? Come on, get the the nothing each draw, and, and Dundee United get the one 0 win. Now it might have been a bit of a a, a fortunate goal because Oldham Manus had saved it, but it, it squirmed over the line. But it's still three points. It's uh, it's two more than Kamarnock managed at the weekend. They're five behind now. They've got the game in hand, obviously tomorrow. If they could get that, if they beat Partick Thistle tomorrow, it's down to two. I think they'll do it. I think they're going to stay up. Really? I do. Uh, Every day, especially after, after that, especially fl- after. Especially after seeing Hamilton yesterday and the fact that Kowalik just still cannot score goals. It's uh, the, the longer that Kowalik, the longer Kowalik go without winning, it's going to become harder for them. Obviously, I think the key for Dundee United is getting that gap as small as possible going into the split. So yeah, I mean if they can get it down. I mean, there's an argument to say they could actually be above Kamarnock by the split, depending on because if they win both their, their games uh, before the split, that would get them and they'd be a point ahead of them if Kamarnock obviously don't win theirs. They might even avoid the playoff spot as well. Well, that's that because, it, like you, you say, the, the Hamilton's form is not great at the moment, they are heading in the wrong direction. Um, uh, I mean, go back to the, the Aberdeen game where we're talking about like Celtic don't have any easy games left, neither do Aberdeen now because they've just played their easy game. Because they've got, is it um, Hearts at the weekend? Hearts on Friday, aye. So Friday, that's, that's, that's a top six team, and then obviously they've got top six teams after that. Yes. So, so you, you, there's nothing there. Um, it looks like Celtic are probably playing top six teams the rest of the season as well. Uh, it depends what Dundee do. So uh, that's that's maybe the one 
That's strictly speaking, all right. It's our easiest game possibly. To play. I, I don't know about that because Motherwell <laughs> are in a good run. Well, that's that. Well, the two games you've got, game. like, yeah. yeah that, that's what I mean. I mean, Dundee could be the easiest game we've got left because they might drop out the top six depending on the results. Go. Aye. The problem is that Mark McGee got managed in a month, so that's put the, the kibosh on it. Kibosh on it. I was, I was so. be happy to see that. Deservedly so. I mean, Mark, aye, like, aye. Once they're, they're talking about Europe now. Aye, yeah. I think I think they need Celtic to do the double to do that. Aye, I think they do. Yeah, they will do. Because yeah, then the, the the cup spot reverts back to the league, um, at which point fourth spot would get it, and that, that is Motherwell currently. So, yeah. so I mean, a fair play to them. They've, they've certainly pulled themselves out. I think I could be wrong here, but I think they're guaranteed top six now. Well, St Johnson can overtake them. Dundee can overtake them. Party Thistle can overtake them. Ross County can't. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's three teams can still overtake them. So it depends on the results tomorrow night. Um, if Celtic beat Dundee, then Motherwell guaranteed top six. And if Dundee United beat Party Thistle, then Motherwell guaranteed top six. So either one of those results tomorrow night will be enough. Yeah, the Inverness Hearts game has been called off because of a, a sickness bug at Hearts. Aberdeen, there must be, I think teams are just fine to play in it, you know, all these sickness bugs. I know that worked out with my Motherwell came anyway because they beat us, but um, aye. Well, I mean, that's my best. I mean, Hearts obviously had a difficult game against Celtic at the weekend. They're now, alright, they're, they're all ill, but they're now getting a, a few days off instead of having to play a midweek game before playing, uh, is it Friday night? Friday night, yes. I mean, that was a tight schedule for Hearts. It was, but aye. So, I mean, it's probably, it's probably done a wee bit of a benefit there, and probably done Celtic a wee bit of a benefit. But I got gastroenteritis. Aye, that's... Um, the issue. Aye, I think I've seen it referred to as DMV. Sorry. Which I think stands for diarrhea and vomiting. Yeah, well, it's going to affect the... Uh, Yuck. It's going to affect the, the fixture announcement for the split. Um, because... Aye, because the fix, this fixture will now be played next Tuesday. That's Tuesday, aye. And everything was supposed to be done by uh, this weekend. Because Inver- Inverness can still potentially finish top six. Yeah, um, it might. Well, I suppose they'll be able to call it or after this weekend's fixtures. Yes. Whether they can actually decide in the fixtures or not. Yeah. Um, but last year there was a delay as well, I'm pretty sure, with the fixtures getting announced. Aye. It's um, alright though, because I mean the the Scottish Cup kind of takes precedent the following week, so yeah. there's there's nothing to be played then, which is is probably a good thing. So ah, there's plenty of space for it, and like I said, they are going to play it next Tuesday, so it's not it's not as if it's weeks and weeks away, which is good. Um, right, so we've got over the shop there, haven't we? I know. We've, we've, I think we're going to talk about the D game. I think was the call. See, this we were talking about the fact that Celtic are playing Dundee tomorrow. And Dundee having a good one. Yeah, we kind of we, we, we briefly mentioned Dundee United. We managed to mention uh, we, we, we kind of started the Aberdeen Hamilton and then moved away again. So yeah, we'll go back. Right, the Dundee game because uh, like you say about Ross County and the post cup one hangover, which uh, is coming at the wrong time for them because they're still fighting for top six. But Dundee scored some nice goals. I thought. I mean, the they did. Aye, the, the one that right at the end with Stuart. They must have tied McShane and. And Davis and Notch. <laughs> Aye, they, they had to they had to pay to get back in. Aye, it was a, it was a great finish. But I, I mean, he was the one that started it all off as well. They were 
was it like it scored two within about ten minutes of the starting game, and then Ross County pulled one back within fifteen. It was kind of it was end to end stuff. I mean, I don't think I, I I don't think Ross County defended too great in the game, but I don't think no. it's, I don't think they were ever not in the game. Uh, <laughs> but the scoreline's just otherwise, but they looked they looked pretty decent going forward. Yeah, Dundee weren't too handy, mind you, defending themselves, but no, um, I think the corner for Davis Davis goal. Aye, it was the one jumped. Davis just got a feet on it. It was Shelp's goal, I thought. He just like he turned the deal, he wasn't there. I think the day had to pay to get back in as well. Aye, you would think that's something they want to address. Touching that one, and it just would tap it into the corner, wouldn't it, instead of finishing. I can't remember just now, but I was a bit tired last night. After that was 3 2 at half time. Uh, Are we giving Hemmings the goal, or are we giving Lloyd the third goal? Well, I don't know who's actually been given it, I think. I think the sports team was Lloyd. This this is one that always annoys me. See if a striker hits a shot and it has a defender and goes in. The striker ah, gets credited for it. Ah, so if a striker hits his own man with it, the other man gets credit for it. How is that fair? Ah, it should be the striker's goal. If just because it skiffs off Loy's head. Uh, BBC, BBC, BBC website has got it as Loy. Ah, same, so. same as it took a shot and it skiffed off Loy's head and whipped into the net. So, I can see why Loy's claiming it. But <laughs> I think Hemmings has got every right to claim that. Because I'd say yeah. if it happened, to, if that was a defender's head that it skiffed off instead of Hoy, it would be Hemi's goal. It wouldn't be no. Uh, I was speaking to a Dundee fan on the way back from uh, Petodre yesterday. Uh, we kind of pub, we kind of stopped at, and he said that basically Greg Stewart was unplayable. He's kind of back to the form that he maybe had last season. And uh, has it looked been, good. It looked like he was starting and finishing the moves what, throughout the game, just for what I see. Uh, highlights. And, his yep. main worry is keeping a hold of the, the Hemmings and Stewart in the summer. Aye. It really surprised if Rangers tried to go back in for Hemmings. Obviously, Hemmings has been there before. Yeah. And I've seen uh, he got interviewed recently and said maybe that he had unfinished business there or he wouldn't ever be allowed going back. So, uh, so he's his record's been for him. I mean, Definitely. Aye, he'd be a good signing if he did. Like, Barnes like released him. Uh, and that's in what, 23, 22 goals uh, overall. Got 19 in the league. It's a good return, aye. Um, so, die. So things they are die. Dundee going forward, they've obviously made signings as well for that season as well already. Yep. The two boys from Inverness, they've secured a lot of players on kind of longer deals, and they've had a bid rejected for Stephen Marlin from St Mirren, but Charlotte Stray isn't too happy about. Said it was a <laughs> derisory bid. Aye, <laughs> I read that one now. If St if St Mirren don't well, St Mirren obviously aren't going to come up, so. Right. Young boy, young boy Marlon's been doing well certainly since Ray came in I think at the start of the season he was in and out of the team under Murray but he's back in and scoring a lot of goals so you would think there'll be more interest in him you know who's free? Dirk Barrington yes I've seen that you finally got rid of him aye finally chucked him in a bin <laughs> he, he's, I think his record is like he's played about four games or four starts or something for Celtic it's a appalling record he still did score once <laughs> should I mention who against uh, you can if you want. Yeah, he got the, the winner against Aberdeen in injury time. I say the winner, Chris Commons then scored a third. But uh, he, he made it 2 1 against Aberdeen a couple of years ago. 3 million for him, man. Uh, no, whenever. I've read this one. It's reported as 3 million. There was something like it would have been up to 2.4 million if he'd made certain amount of appearances or something. Like <laughs> he never did. <laughs> Even then, it's, like, it's about 1.8 million or something. No, 2.4. 
Is Merrick 25? That's what, right. It's only 25 appearances. I'm sure I read something about four. Well, that would have four starts or something. Starts, maybe. But uh, I think the signing initially, I think, in Holland, he'd, he'd had a few injuries anyway. So ah, he, that was, he came in with a record of injuries. It's like his debut, he looked pretty good against Ross County and went off injured. That should have been the warning sign. But uh, the, the other thing about Dirk Baragda, though, is but the, it says in the BBC website he's not made a first-team appearance since August 2014. You know what his last appearance was? Remember the open, one of the, the opening day of the season or something like that? We had a, a game against St. Johnson, and he got right. done for diving for winning a penalty. Oh, yeah, I, I said then that Ronnie Dyer wasn't impressed by him because of that, and he hasn't played anywhere since, and will never play for Celtic again. So if, if Ronnie Dyer has done anything, nothing else, it's Dirk the, the Baragda diving isn't acceptable. We don't know. Probably the physio pills as well. Aye, that's it. I'll cut that. Yeah, that's a thought. If he goes, and then obviously James Forrest is still in contract negotiations and doesn't know what he's going to be signing, their physios are going to be bored. No, he's still got Charlie McGrew. He'll still be there. Aye, he seems to be picking up a few knocks recently, but he's still nowhere near as bad as Forrest and Dirk Baragda. Mind you, we were commenting on it yesterday about the fact that there's a lot of, of rather attractive physios in the Premiership now. Oh yeah, that's 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 sexy. So, that's, that's, that's why that's why that's why there's more and more injuries. Alright, too many groin injuries. But I don't I don't I've not heard it. I don't you know. What? I'm I'm making that joke about groin injuries. There's nothing nothing that any way exciting about a physio dealing with a groin injury. I speak for this for experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's just embarrassing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, let's move on for this. <laughs> Uh, Everyday sexism, that's an us. We're getting pulled up for this one. Aye. Ah, right. Shall we, shall we, talk, shall we just laugh at the Mullingham game? Oh, the comical goals. Aye. Ainsworth's goals are an absolute belter. <laughs> Completely mishit that. It went, up, went, went more up than anywhere else, so much so it then dropped into the net. <laughs> it's, possibly, aye, it's possibly the most bizarre goal I've seen since, I don't know, maybe Scott Nisbet's goal for Rangers against, was it? Or something like that. Oh, aye, the Champions League. But aye, it was a very bizarre one. Aye, aye, no, that, that it was a, it was, it was cracking. <laughs> she was, um, I mean, you, you, when you consider how Dun United get their goal, you would think that would have been the most bizarre goal of the, the, the day, but no, it was completely done by Ainsworth. Um, but it was, I think, it was almost as bizarre as what was Lazily doing for the penalty. I think even sports team are jokingly saying this is somewhat in the Stonewaller category. Uh, aye. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what Lazio was even trying to do. But he just took Draper out completely entirely. And um, obviously Viger scored for the spot to make it 1-0. And then <sighs> Inverness were the team that were trying to push for the winner. Only for them to get caught up the park and then McManus hoofed it clear and eventually got through to Marvin Johnson who slotted away the winner. The question I've got there is what on earth was the keeper doing? The keeper was miles away from his line. Now, I know I'm, I, it was a break up the park. and Nose played. Back, back, but <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. It was just... And I, don't, I never understand why if there's, the ball's that far up the park, the keeper stands so far off his line. Yeah. It's of, looking like it's going to be a disappointing season for him when they said after the high of last season. Yeah, I if, mean, obviously they get knocked out of the cup by, by Hibs. Um, in the quarterfinal, they're, they're heading for bottom six. Unless some miraculous happens in the next few games. It's because they've lost the cord to his game, shouldn't they? That's it. 
they also got by they lost Watkins as well, who was very influential for them. Aye, aye. I think like, even for like day one in the the new Premiership season, they were struggling with injuries. I think that they've, they've lacked consistency there, which is something they've, they've had in the last few seasons. They've had they've been quite consistent with, with who they were to pick, but this season they've been a bit all over the place. I, I imagine Inverness will bounce back. They're technically still in relegation danger, but I think I think what most of us are saying it's it's any any two for three. Hamilton come on or done United. We don't Aye. really expect the likes of Inverness, Partick Thistle, Ross County, even arguably Dundee to get dragged back down into it. But you never know. Stranger things have happened. Um I would mention Partick Thistle come on look, but other than Chris Boyd being miles offside, um and then missing a few shots like I had nine iron boots on. I don't know how much for that game. <laughs> Right, yeah. like, apart from the fact Kamara really need to get that win or, or die which you touched on already I, I don't know how much to say about it um, no, so we should no. probably we'll go back to the Aberdeen Hamilton game I mentioned what it was pre-game but you were there aye I was aye uh, first trip to Patoja this season which is uh, quite embarrassing but <laughs> in terms of not getting to any games before it's annoying as well because I was obviously at a party that's game a few weeks back and see what you've not been for ages and then you go back you're like oh, why have I not been going to games or making more effort to get to games um, but yesterday I was a bit of an early start up at 7 o'clock on Sunday I've been out on Saturday night as well which uh, isn't good I've done um, the early trip to Aberdeen a few times it's, it's a long day aye it's difficult I mean was it Hamilton had something like 40 fans there I reckon uh, they were actually shifted did you get to the, some no no but they were actually shifted to the main stand uh, for yesterday's game uh, I heard the radio talking about that actually Aye, they could have said it. Oh, yeah. So um, they were moved, but I mean, but I might have a nightmare trip for them as well. The, the problem as well is um, people can't get to games unless they're using like private transport. Aye, because it's a Sunday and trains don't run on a Sunday. No. Because we're still in the 19th century, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I had to get a lift up to try and get up to Glasgow to get the supporters bus mm. that, we, that we're on. Um, so. Aye, they don't make it easy for fans, but unfortunately, uh, TV rules the roost. With that, uh, but aye, the game itself, off that flyer. Um, like before the game, there was maybe a wee bit of, there wasn't much in terms of options about who was going to play. The only probably difficult there was was it was going to be Shiri or Conseil at left back, and who would partner Jack in midfield, and the team that was out was probably the right, the right team certainly um, I think especially at home or probably any game Shiri should definitely be at left back um, and Willow Flood came in Maroon Park had a, had a great game um, obviously kind of Flood gets a bit of criticism at times for he maybe tries Aye. to do a bit too much at times but well, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Willow Flood but um, he apparently had a pretty good game last yesterday was the, the Willow Flood that just kind of played the kind of uh, destroying role and just pass it to the, the players I've got a bit more ability on him uh, on the ball so I Flood was terrific um, the whole team in fact were, were terrific there's no complaints about anyone the, the guy I picked out in the highlights was Johnny Hayes now I'm assuming Johnny Hayes was still on a high after getting his first couple of caps uh, there was a few I mean Derek obviously Kenny McLean as well he, he was on the score sheet he, 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 he got uh, his first uh, Scotland cap Derek McInnes mentioned that the fact that the three scorers all came back from international duty Um Obviously, oh, on a high, Church had scored for Wales. 
And then you had McLean make his debut, and obviously Hayes make his debut as well. And then they'll begin. Um, yeah, aye, because the sports team was talking about how it was it was one point it was like McGinn was against McGovern. It was like the two Northern Irish internationalists up against each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we should say uh, Michael McGovern, as he did when Celtic thumped him 8 1, had a really good game. Yeah, he had a great game. I mean, there's been talk of um, him being linked with a move to Pitodri. He certainly did his chances no harm yesterday. I know there'll be a, there'll be a few clubs in for him, certainly. There was um, talk, I think, talk of Rangers being in for him as well. It wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if, I, well, there'll definitely be more clubs in for him. Uh, uh, I there's a good chance that if I want to go down. Whether he waits for um, what happens in the Euros to see whether any other clubs, I don't know. But he's, what, 31? Um, I would, he's maybe at an age whereby he's probably just happy staying in Scotland, I would think. Possibly, but then like the the Euros is maybe a good place to showcase his uh, abilities. He could get a really good move, and I, 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 I say this, but like, uh, like you're talking about Michael McGovern going to the Rangers, possibly. Um, he was obviously on the books at Celtic at one point, and if I remember rightly, he was on the bench the night David Marshall had his famous night in Barcelona, because what we had what, what um, Rob Douglas was suspended. <laughs> So he was on the bench when David Marshall was playing. He's at a, he's at a right good age as well, just now. He's 31. Ah, he's 31's a correct age for a goalkeeper. Um, and it's not just this season he's been in terrific form, right? He's had uh, great reviews since he was, he's been at Hamilton. So the, the risk, I suppose, you take as well if you wait till after the Euros um, is injury. If you get a bad injury and that, and then you're left kicking your heels waiting for till you're recovering and then to get a move. But I I think there'll be there'll be a lot a lot of clubs after him. Um, obviously we've got Danny Rogers who's going to come back from Falkirk and he signed a new deal. So, but you would still think we're going to well need two keepers to to fight it out. Uh, defensively yesterday we weren't really tested at all. I mean Harbutton. Usually when you, you kind of go to a game or you watch a game, but there's some positive for maybe a team that lost. There was there was nothing. I, I honestly yeah. generally couldn't. They had Could one chance at the highlights. Um, they, just, I don't know, lack of fight. I don't know why you do say lack of fight. They were a wee bit physical, but they, I don't know, just, they, they, they looked like they were resigned to the fact of losing. They, like, the loss of an early goal doesn't help. Because um, we obviously got off that flyer with Church's goal, but it's still, an early goal just means you've got, you've got plenty of time to kind of get back into the game, but just they, they never showed any sign of it. The way they lined up as well was weird. Because um, obviously we just play kind of church up front, and at times McLean, when we're attacking, obviously becomes becomes kind of two up front, and then you've got McGinn and Hayes who obviously bomb forward all the time. But they played three at the back, um, and their full backs, like Gordon and I can't remember who the other one was. Whether it was the they've got the Kurta and what is it they've got Kurat? I don't know. They've got the two Ks anyway. Uh, but they have been a full. Fullbacks were dreadful, I suppose, especially a left back. Oh, it was uh, the the McGinn's goal. We got, I mean, it was this one looked very similar to what we talked about last week with the, the goal against Denmark. It was one of those ones where uh, can you blame Schmeichel for it? Well, this time it was um, can you blame McGovern for not coming to get that ball? I think exactly the same. I think uh, Ziggy Gordon's got to deal with it. Uh, and he doesn't, I, he just lets McGinn in and <laughs> McGinn manages to poke it past him. So, Johnny Hayes. Um, Kind of tenacity as well for kind of kind of winning the ball and doing what for a first goal now. 
and mm-hmm. all, all I all around good performance. McLean, I think, um, obviously Constance pushed it to international and he probably needed a goal. He'd not scored for a while, so that was a positive. We had the three goals as well. Three different players for us assisted the goals as well. Um, just a really good, especially first half. The first half performance was terrific. Um, Hamilton just didn't know have a clue how to deal with us. They changed it a wee bit at half time, um, but. You would think at three 0 down, have you got much more to lose? Why not maybe have a wee bit of a go for it? Because we obviously kind of slowed down the pace and kind of controlled the game. And okay, we had we had we certainly had more chances, could have scored more. But um, I, I, especially as a habit, if you're a habit fan, going up to that game, just looked like the team chucked it. Um, maybe, there was an argument they chucked it for the very start. Uh, they were they interviewed. Uh, Martin Cannon before the game and he was suggesting that they had a few suspensions and injuries and stuff and they had to make a few changes to the team so uh, they, they had to change their tactics because of that now I don't know if that was just an excuse before the game had even started or not because it certainly sounded like one to me so it was almost as if they were just expecting it got up there and keep scoring maybe maybe we won uh, thought back to uh, the game at Celtic Park when they got thumped um, obviously like the last time they played Aberdeen, it was a one-each draw at Hamilton. And yeah. They did exactly the same as Celtic. They, they got a one-each draw by Celtic. But then, away from uh, New Douglas Park, it's a completely different game. And uh, as as much as Celtic beat them 8-1, it sounded like, at one point, Aberdeen were threatening that kind of scoreline as well. And it was oh, one I mean, that the government kept it down. I thought there would definitely be, be more goals, but no. Um, there's a, a, a kind of a kind of nice touch as well. The, the second, well, just before the second goal, there was a minute's applause for the boy James Stewart that had got, got killed. You're an Aberdeen fan, so there was a kind of minute's applause. But That's was, what the applause was about, aye, because yeah, the applause just when the second goal went on. And the second goal went in, so um, that kind of my quite nice there in terms of nice that. timing, nice timing, yeah. Uh, but the goal, but yeah, like a performance, but. As good as good as we were, Hamilton we are poor, really poor. So we'll obviously have a bigger test on Friday with, with Hearts, and we obviously discussed it a wee bit earlier. But but saying that, we're one of the only teams to to win at Hearts in the league this year, other than St Johnston. So, mm-hmm. uh, but this time we don't have David, we don't have David Goodwillie, but I think uh, Simon Church, the form he's been in, is terrific. Again, I can I mentioned it uh, after being in the party at Thistle game. He, he he doesn't seem to do much else, but He's kind of carrying that, kind of putting it right, right, right place at the right time. Um, seems to just kind of fit into the system really well. Got a headed goal as well. Because um, his record down south wasn't, wasn't perfect. But no, he, but he seems to have found kind of see, decent form up here. Because um, Rooney and Paula are back at training. And then he, yeah, I heard a small rumour that they might be back as soon as Friday. Aye. <laughs> I think they're the, rushing them back. I think they'd be more likely to wait until after this work because then obviously it gets another couple of weeks I the, think McInnes ruled him out it's been in contention for Friday but it could be a wee bit of mind games however even if Rooney is back he'd be, be hard pressed to drop church um, Aye, I think that's probably the, the other key point is is yes Rooney could be back but who do you drop who do you drop to put him in you're right um, I mean church is, is earning his place at the moment so so ridiculous we'll choice see what happens but I, I I don't see any reason why we can't go and go and win again at Tyne Castle. Um, obviously, they're on the the back of two 
two defeats against Celtic at Johnson and considering goals after I've been yeah. water, watertight defensively prior to that. Uh, it's funny enough, it was going kind to of, the, the, well, it was the first goal, the first game of the season where they played St Johnson and that was a 4-3 or something like that. But the only time I yeah. really remember uh, Hearts having any problem at the back because the last time Aberdeen were at Tynecastle, like you say, they were, well, but then I think that was more along the lines of Aberdeen were really good that day. Oh, we got off that flyer I mean, yeah. in that first half, we were, were terrific. Just the, yesterday as well, the front four, the front four for Aberdeen, they, especially, um, I, I would say oh, probably four of them were pretty much unplayable so, so if they can carry that on into Friday then, then we should have a bit of luck the third I think the Hearts obviously Washington getting sent off he'll still be able to play on Friday I think won't he suspension mm. usually, or suspension usually I know you're still kind of delay it would always be the, the no, first no I think I don't know exactly how it works with two bookings or now I don't, I don't know, know if it's been a straight red to be suspended for it, but I don't know how it works with two yellows, whether he's suspended or... Oh, mind you, maybe. Oh, mind you, it would have been tomorrow, he would have asked if it was straight away. But he's not, that's not going to affect But Because I think he's definitely a weak link in that Hearts line-up, mm-hmm. um, defensively. Um, but I know that Suter played it right back at the weekend, whereas he'd been playing, he's been playing centre-back a lot recently. Yeah. Um, I think Suter's definitely better at centre-back than he is at right-back. I don't know whether... Patterson's in contention to get come back for that game or in that side of things I don't know how long he's out for no I, I don't know myself but I think I think certainly that's the that's the Friday night game so that should be an absolute cracker which probably takes us on to uh, predictions uh, well we should start off with the Tuesday games <laughs> um, don't need to bother about Everless Hearts as you say because that's been postponed but um, we'll start off with Dundee at Celtic uh, Ocean Celtic and I think Celtic might just edge it two one. Um, I'm going for a Desmond. Ah, uh, see, I think you're letting your heart roll your head. <laughs> no, I generally think Dundee can get points. I mean, see, the, the last game at uh, at Parkhead, by all accounts, Dundee had the better chances to win. Yeah, I think I think Celtic have maybe lifted themselves up since then. That might make a difference. I think they have, but oh, I, I just. And I think they can do get a wee draw. So I'm going for a two all. Dundee are thirteen to two. The draw is twenty one to five and Celtic are two to five. Now we've got Party Thistle against Dundee United. Yep. I want you to predict first this thing. Let me predict first. I think Dundee United are gonna win again tomorrow. Um and I'm actually gonna go for another nil one. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for as well. <laughs> I did, I did these predictions the other day, actually. I had two ones Celtic, and I actually had one each other in hearts before the, the game got postponed, but I had one nil done United, so. Uh, so that's the that's the, the three games in midweek. Uh, as I say, we've obviously got the the, the Rangers to Barton and the uh, Hibs-Livingston games on tomorrow night as well, which, uh, as I said, could decide the, the championship title finally. Um, but we don't do predictions for the lower leagues, so... We should move on to the, the Friday night game that we were talking about a minute ago. Hearts versus Aberdeen. Live on BT Sport. Um, Aye. It's my turn to pick first, isn't it? Oh, the odds must be getting changed just now in my bookie. Aye. Because that game was there and now it's not. We don't suppose they've cancelled that, have they? Oh, I'm pretty sure, but I had I don't have time to cancel it. So I don't have any odds for that game just now. That's frustrating. Okay. Nice timing. Okay, um, I am going to go 
I see, I reckon Hearts will cause some trouble here. I think, I think, I think I'm going to go for a Desmond now. I'm going for a Desmond. Yep. I I think we'll edge it. Um, I think it would be a right good game because obviously, much as we won early in the season in the league, they beat us in the cup and um, it was probably 1 0. They, they were the Hearts that fully deserved to win. Aberdeen just never turned up on the day. Aye. So, oh, yeah, Aberdeen were appalling in the first half of that game. Yeah, we, we struggled to cope with Hearts' physical side. Um, I would say that's. Yeah, one thing maybe we, we do struggle with at times. I don't think uh, that will change. <laughs> What's that? I don't think that will have changed. No, no, I don't. Thanks, um, Jesus. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Hearts 1, Aberdeen 2. With that one. It's, we, we need to win. Especially when then you've got the other kickoff. With yes, oh, the lunchtime. We've got Muller on Celtic. So. It's nice to actually play before you for a change. Ah, it's a change, yeah. So if you had some pressure then, on you. Gaps into a point. Um, so Celtic would then be... Well, no, the gap might not be down a point because it depends what happens. Could be top? Could be top. No. Could be top. No, you can't be. We can't be top. We could be one point behind. You could be one point behind at best. That's if, if Dundee win and uh, you win at Hearts. So. Uh, you could equally be, be seven behind. <laughs> yes. So, aye, any damn. Anyway, Motherwell Celtic. Um, You've got to say, by the way, we're quite attractive at 9 to 1. Aye, given the form they're in. Aye, definitely. Given the form they're in. Aye. But I think he loves Celtic, so he'll probably slide down to them. <laughs> 9 0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, managed to get another mention now. Well done, Chris. <laughs> um, I, I think Motherwell will cause us problems. I hate going to Fur Park. That is a stupid, soapy pitch. Motherwell uh, beat Celtic early in the season. Yeah, 2-1 at Celtic Park. Aye. Um, I, I, th- I, think, I think this could be another Desmond. <laughs> that could be a Desmond. Aye. Uh, 2-0. It's one of those that's annoying because we've obviously got a game tomorrow, so a lot could depend on that in terms of mm-hmm. uh, how things happen. I'm going to go for 1-0. I think Motherwell can cause a bit of trouble with that one. But as I said, Motherwell are 9 to 1. The draw is 4 to 1. And Celtic are 4 to 11. Motherwell are the, the form team in the league? Uh, yeah, they're top of the form at the moment. Which again feeds into why uh, Mark McGee's got manager of the month. And hopefully yeah. that next continues. <laughs> um, next up is Dundee United and Inverness. So this is where we could be deciding whether we've got the split sorted this weekend or if we need to wait to Tuesday. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been very hard to predict in the last games this season. Um, I might just sit on the fence and go well one each. One each. And Dundee United will win. I think they're having a walk a lot, Dundee United. Uh, I'm going to go for Dundee United 2 and the last one. And Dundee United in this game are thirteen to ten. The draws thirteen to five, and Inverness are two to one. And the next game is, I think, we've got a potential, a potential pick maybe. How uh, about Dundee? Dundee? Aye. Yeah, because we're both gonna go for a Dundee one here, aren't we? I would think so. I would think so. Aye. Aye, well, I'm going to go for a bold three 0 Dundee one. A bold three 0 Um, I'm not going to go for quite as much as that, but I think two 0 and Hamilton are seventeen to ten. The draws five to two, and Dundee I would say is a very attractive thirteen to eight. 
Oh, definitely. Aye, that's um, that's like one. I know. I, I think Dundee like, ran riot the last time they played Hamilton. No, I know it was a dense part. Four 0 Aye, it was like four 0 after about half an hour. Aye, which I, I don't. I, I mean, the way Dundee played at the weekend there, I can see them doing something likewise because I, I mean, Hamilton again. The way Hamilton played at the weekend, it, it's just it's asking for it's asking for a Dundee thumping. So aye, I would definitely stick Dundee in the charity bet this week. Uh, that. The two games left on Saturday. First one is Kilmarnock versus St Johnson. Another crucial one at the bottom of the table. If they're to win, this could be the game because St Johnson's away form recently has been pretty dreadful. Um, aside from their victory against Hearts. St Johnson's away form this season? Well, the last few games, certainly. Aye, I was going to say, <laughs> they, were, they were reasonably good away from home previously in the season. Yeah. Uh, 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 was it 5-1 they won at Pudori? What? You just, uh, can't find out what these things are, but you keep wide you keep setting them up for I me. Mean, that one was you oh. see Johnson this season. <laughs> He's asking for it. Last few games. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, I'm going one 0 Kamarok. I think you're right. I think Kamarok will get the win final. But then I said that last week. No, uh, I'm going to go for the same. I, I, I would put it in the charity bit, but. Um, yeah, I do think this is as good a chance as any for Kilmarnock to get a win. Kilmarnock are 9-5. The draw is 5-2 and St. John's are 6-4. 9-5 is not bad, man. Kilmarnock are D. I think you double. But it is, but I, I just don't really trust Kilmarnock. Uh, no. Uh, and the final game of the weekend, Ross County versus Partick Thistle. <sighs> I think Ross County will get back into winning ways. think so. Aye. Uh, uh, aye, two 0 Ross County. I think. Um, uh, no, two one Ross County. I'm going to say that because I don't, I don't think Ross County are keeping clean sheets. No, I definitely not. No. So, just try to think. I'll go for a one all draw in that one. Um, Ross County are thirteen to ten. The draws five to two, and <coughs> pardon me. Partly that's what, 21 to 10. Alright. Right, so, we're going with Dundee, right? Aye, definitely. 13 to 8. Um, in case anybody's curious, if you did double up with Kilmarnock, 73.50 <laughs> for a tenner. That's not bad. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure I trust it enough for Kilmarnock. Um, so, looking down the divisions... Um, obviously Rangers don't play this weekend so Championship's only got four games Aye. as does League 1 because Peter Head don't play it either um, I don't know if they touch any of the Championship games I don't know no nah, um, Hibs are at Iowa 1-6 you know again I'm not going to put it in a charity bit but uh, Wraith Rovers are quite an attractive 15-8 at Queen of the South yeah. considering the form they're yeah, I think I think it's because they're going to South. Though. Going to South are a bit. Aye, this. They've got a habit of taking points off people going to South, so I can understand why it's that kind of neck of the woods. Well, I think we're going to be struggling here. Morton at home at Livingston, sixty-five. Morton, Morton have been rotten. Exactly. They are. They are one of these teams that's just. Forfar are at Dunfermline, nineteen to two, and given what Forfar have been doing the last couple of weeks. I'm not saying this is a charity bet thing, but 19-2 is very attractive odds for the last couple of years. 
Uh, what about AR 8 to 13? It's not the greatest of odds, but that basically makes it evens. Where Dundee being 13? Um, say. Aye, but they don't really have much left to play for. This is difficult. We're getting with the divisions now. It's kind of what's left. Aaron, evens at home to Abroath. Um, Forbes picked up a wee bit again. You know they're going to 17-10 at Sterling Albion? I've seen that, aye, but... I know that's because they're a big form, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some nice odds if you want to ask it and things. But, um, like, Aaron at home could be alright. Cowden beats Breakin City, and there's a cracking game for the week one. Aye, I don't know. I wouldn't would bet on it, but... That's all. Ah, we need to be touching that game. Um, um, Falkirk are 8-13 to host in St Martin as well. Yeah, I said that as well. There's a possibility. We could do Falkirk here in Dundee. If you want to go for a treble. £10 in that would return 68-50. Could be a possibility. Let's see what's happening with Falkirk at home. Yeah, pretty good at home of enough. Oh, by aye, it's a Aye, we could go for that. All right. So that's Dundee, Falkirk, and Air United. Or see how you're saying that you've got nothing to play for. Do we put Aaron in because they potentially where well, they do have something to play for? Hmm. I'm not. <laughs> the way League Two is going, I don't know what I bet in League Two. <laughs> right. Ah, I stick with Air. I think. I hope Elbin overs. Right. Aye, because I mean, there's two home games in there and Dundee's away game, so. Aye, we'll go with those three. Aye, we need a goal scorer. Aye, which is a difficult but I'm inclined to say Jason Cummins because he's been in pretty good form recently. He's got the first goal the last few games. Well, no, he's, he, he scored, obviously scored twice in Martin. Uh, for Scotland and then scored again at St Martin just did the weekend get the first goal aye that could be an option another one was maybe somewhere East Fife aye I did think about Austin but I don't know if Austin has been playing much recently no because since he agreed I've not seen his name pop up recently which is because he's got is it Falkirk he's moving to I think is he that season oh that's a good move for I think it was he signed for something he's been loaned back to East Fife um, oh, I right. think it... no, right, yeah. I think Cummins is the way to go go with Cummins they're the way to Alwa Hibs so All right. they should be they should be picking up a win there so uh, we go with Cummins should, should. Uh, odds for that will come later in the week uh, 4 to 1 I would guess right. you know what I've not had in a while wrestling chat what we not I was WrestleMania. WrestleMania, I, I stayed up for it. I was. Did you actually stay up for it? Right. I did stay up for it. I, uh, you I need missed, to tell us what happened then because I haven't seen it. I missed the whole way. I've tried what, what I've seen because I've been up since 7 in the morning. So I didn't even try and go to sleep before it. So, the, <laughs> oh, I seen the first match. It was a ladder match. Uh, seen that. I missed, I somehow managed to miss the whole Undertaker Shane McMahon match. Um, woke up for the main event I missed The Rock and John Cena beating up the Wyatts uh, what else did I talk? it wasn't great I wish I'd never bothered to be honest was it not I mean I woke up this morning and seen a bunch of people moaning about it on Twitter because um, 
Dean Ambrose was fighting Brock Lesnar in, in a street fight and it didn't even it didn't even leave the ring. Or, or well, maybe when it went a wee bit outside the ring, but you know, usually a street fight would mean they would end up out in the street. I right. remember a classic one years ago and folk ended up fighting in a river and stuff like that. And <laughs> a, a parking lot and then a supermarket and all sorts, but ah, it's pretty poor. Um but I don't need to make up for it in Raw tonight. I only watch the main events now, again, because I've got Sky. I've got the, the WWE Network, but you can only see Raw for about a month on it, which seems a bit stupid. Really? Uh, watch all your pay-per-views, but you can only watch, uh, <laughs> watch Raw from live, which seems a bit, bit weird. We, we never did, we, I think we forgot to mention about the Petrofat Cup. We mentioned it a wee bit, but Oh, it's Sunday, three o'clock. Hamden Park. Uzi Alba. You would imagine Rangers are going to win that cup final. You you would think so. The first attempt. Um, But stranger things have happened. I would be surprised if it didn't. (laughs) I would be laughing my my head off if it did. Try to see what the odds are for it. It was was Rangers when I brought up the the WrestleMania thing. Have you seen the, the... the, the picture of the guy with the banner. Brace yourselves, the Rangers are coming. But they've, they've spelt yourselves wrong. Oh, have they? It's got three E's. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's your celebs. <laughs> dear, dear. Um, I, I, I don't know what will happen. Peter and the Rangers should win, but... Uh, I think they will. I think that. Last time they made the final, they played Red Rovers, and Red Rovers were at least there. A reasonably decent team. They're all credit to Peter Head for what they've done this season, but they are a division below Rangers, and, and Rangers are about to win the, the championship this week. But it looks of it. Aye, uh, if, if you do fancy Peter Head just to win the cup, they're six to one. That's 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 not like that's not actual match odds. That's just to win the cup. So that could be whether they win, whether they win it even after penalties. Um, Rangers are one to twelve just to win the cup. I'm not sure I'm going to put my free fiver on it. I'm not that confident of it. <laughs> I might have to redirect that elsewhere. <laughs> Rangers and both teams to score again, maybe, tomorrow night. <laughs> tomorrow night? Aye. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't even see that, to be honest. I think they'll be able to keep a clean sheet this week. Yeah, I know I think it's the probably the one team they've done reasonably well against this season and haven't slipped up against at some point. So... I don't, think, I don't think Rangers could be playing him to better this Tuesday. I know it's the earlier that we spoke about it last week with, with Craig about Forrester. He's in, certainly in talks with, for a new deal. He's been giving them food for thought, certainly, with, with that new deal. He's, he's, been, he's been playing for it. He's even had my highlights. What I think I was going to mention earlier, obviously in the summer they're going to have a situation whereby probably you'd think the likes of Aberdeen, Hearts, Rangers are going to be competing for a lot of similar players mm-hmm. if they're buying domestically. But... It should be interesting next season because you'd imagine Celtic will still be up there. Um, Aberdeen maybe we tinker a bit with their team and kick on again for where they've taken this season. Makes them maybe champions, you never know. Um, again, you know, it'll come down to keeping hold of players that, as long as we keep hold of the players we want to keep hold of. Um, but again, there's the danger of players being at Euros and um, whether we keep hold of players. Yeah. The, the big one I heard, I never, I never seen it obviously, but I heard about Barry Robson was commentating for the game yesterday. Oh, 
and he was talking about how like Lincoln Hayes want to move away. Like something said about supplies that no one down south had taken a charge for him. It's like, uh, psh. I hate when they do that. Don't shoot up somewhere. Quiet, quiet, because it's actually on TV where there might have the odd. Aye, exactly. Watch it. So, aye, uh, you've got Celtic, you've got Aberdeen, you'd imagine Hearts, now that they've had their season of consolidation, they should be pushing on again, maybe. They might be challenging next season. Supposedly, uh, I just said they're going for the title next year. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's what they should be aiming for. They've had their consolidation season, so uh, there's no oh. reason they can't. Um, and then obviously Rangers will come up, and although they really should be doing what Hearts have done this season and consolidating their place in the top flight, their fans will demand more. So you know they're going to have to push on. In fact, I think I seen something earlier tonight about how they're going to they're going to push for the title next season. So that's that's four teams all saying they can they can challenge for the title. Could be the best Premiership uh, season in about 25, 30 years. Or what a top flight season, you know, it's no wasn't quite the premiership 25 30 years ago. <laughs> well, they'll certainly need to, to strengthen a fair bit to challenge, I think. I, I think they, so, but I, I think they're going to beat a D4 now, uh, but they've also they lost to, to St. Johnson. They might just spend more than they've got. Hopefully, they that defence forward. Uh, yeah, hopefully, they, that they keep that defence, but you would think that'll be a I think they'll definitely want to strengthen. Well, we'll see how that defence gets tested in the Scottish Cup in a couple of weeks. So. It should be, should, uh, that should be a pointer, at least. Yeah, we were talking actually yesterday on the, the bus about, uh, obviously most Aberdeen fans uh, will detest Rangers and would prefer for them to lose, but there was, there was one that would prefer uh, Rangers to beat Celtic in that match. Do Aberdeen get any benefit of Celtic do the double? I imagine. Well, I, I know. I know you're obviously still pushing to try and win the title yourselves, but if you finish second and Celtic win the league and the cup, does the nah. better position in the Europa League get end up in the league, or does that even exist? Not sure. Not sure. Well, last year, obviously, when Inverness won the cup, they went. They played around later. Yeah. So. So the question is, if, if, if the that case. position's still there, I would imagine it goes to the second place team in the league rather than the... I think so, but... Anything else? I, 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 I don't know if it's still there. It's not something I'd really care about. But no, but he just... I think his thing was that, uh, unlike maybe some of the rest of us or others, that he grew up in the north of Glasgow. So most of his pals and that are Celtic fans, so he gets more probably kind of wind-ups and all that from Celtic fans than what maybe some of the rest of us was. I grew up in the south side of Glasgow, so... <laughs> Um, aye, more Rangers, well, certainly from school, more Rangers sporting mates and Celtic fans, but I'd say maybe a equal kind of split now. But oh, well, I, I grew up surrounded by Rangers fans when they were one of the nine in a row, so that's how I ended up with things like an Aberdeen top at one point. Because <laughs> some people, like my parents, thought I was an Aberdeen fan at one point, around about 91. So you can kind of probably understand why. Still haven't forgiven you for losing that game. Uh, well, I was I, I wasn't too happy myself. Uh, Michael Watt. Oh, it's Mark Gatewood's double. That's what I remember. I, I wish I could erase it from the memory. Uh, I wish I could erase Mark Gatewood's goals from the memory because I never know what wrong with the bum. Uh, anyway, can't well, we definitely get criticism now. We're just like uh, we're just sitting here slagging off Rangers now. I uh, we'll save that for off the air. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, we try it. We tr- 
Look at it this way. We've mentioned Rangers a lot in this podcast. We have, aye. We've not even had Craig on, so... I know. We should probably get some credit for that. Aye, I might take the week off next week. <laughs> aye, because it'll be the, the Scottish Cup build-up, won't it? And we'll maybe hear about... That. It'll be that. It'll be the Petra Fat Cup. It'll be the... It'll be Rangers win the, the Championship, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Rangers heavy podcast next week. Aye, and not just because we're sitting slagging them off. So be sure to tune in for that. Aye, but that's probably a good place to end, doesn't it? I think Skype's got technical problems this week. You're out there cutting the internet game. Gastroenteritis at Skype. Oh, yeah. Some people would say we have enough verbal diarrhea. Aye. Right. Speak for yourself. Why is it end? That's before it gets any more worse. Any more uh, worse? Yeah, okay. We'll fit bottom bottom. Right. So, thanks for listening if you made it this far. And uh, thanks for coming on, John. Cheers, Chris. Right, Bye. Cheers. <laughs>